Welcome to the Smile Files. Today's story is called "Follow That Car." George was having a bad day, and it was only getting worse. He'd headed out early to his taxi driving job, but business had been poor all day. It was the kind of cloudless, breezy weather that. Prompted people to walk and enjoy the view in favor of hailing a ride, which was good for them but bad for him. Now, twenty minutes away from home, George mentally counted out his earnings. He sighed. Looked like it would be instant ramen for dinner again. Waiting at a red light. He heard honking and shouting from behind him. He twisted in his seat to get a better look. People were running between the lanes like madmen, not caring that the light was going to change any minute now. Were they looking to get run over? The one in the front, a man dressed in an all-black outfit, sprinted past his cab with a sack over his shoulder. Slips of paper fluttered in his wake. George squinted. Money? Could this get even more cliche? He had half a mind to open the door just a few inches to grab some of the bills floating to the ground. He stopped himself. A few dollars was not worth getting run over. Someone pounded on the window. George spun around and saw a green-haired man outside the passenger's side, panting. His words were muffled, but he could hear him yell, "Let me in, please! I'll pay you." Let a crazy person inside his car? Sure, why not? It was that, or leave him to fend for himself on the busy highway. George unlocked the door, and the man scrambled inside. Ahead, he could see the black-clothed man also getting into a gray sedan a few cars ahead of him. The vehicle turned out of the lane, crunching right onto the grass next to the road and peeled away. "Follow that car!" his companion shouted. He was pointing rather unnecessarily at the space where the sedan had been. Tire marks were all the evidence that remained of the vehicle. George stared numbly. The car had just left. The car had just noped off the road to who knows where. The light wasn't even green yet. Was he dreaming? Sir, please! The green-haired man's voice took on a desperate pitch. I'll pay you. That's how taxis work, right? He then proceeded to pull a thick wallet from a fold in his toga. Yeah, did he mention he was wearing a toga? And pulling wads of money from it. Green hair guy thrust the stack at him. George saw multiple clusters of fifty-dollar bills. He thought of the packaged ramen waiting for him at home. Right away, sir. 
Ignoring the fact that this was the stupidest thing he had ever done in his 32 years of existence, George copied the runaway and turned onto the strip of grass. It was a hassle bumping over the curb, but he was soon speeding away in pursuit. He fervently hoped there were no police cars around to witness his probably slightly illegal stunt. The car sped down the road. Green hair guy shouted encouragement beside him. There! He's there! Come on, go faster! Do you want to crash and die? George snapped over the pounding of his heartbeat. Sorry, the other amended. Go faster, please? Bank robber-looking dude seemed to notice them following because the gray sedan kept swerving and taking sharp turns. It took all of George's reflexes to keep them in sight and not actually crash. This kept up for several minutes before the car ahead jerked to a stop and pulled over. Bank robber-looking dude leaped out and ran into an alley. The car then sped off. I shall be going, kind sir. Green hair guy bellowed and drew an actual real-life katana from his belt. Here is your payment. He tossed his wallet to George, who caught it with fumbling hands. Then the man threw the passenger door open and ran after the other person. George crawled over to pull the door shut, much gentler, he should add. He spent a minute staring down at the wallet in his hands. Now he was even less sure he wasn't dreaming. He counted the money in the wallet. The total was $552.50. At least he wouldn't need to worry about money for a while. Still in a daze, he turned the car around to head home. There was a rest stop on his way. He could refill on gas first before having a quiet evening at home. Alas, it was not meant to be. The moment he pulled into the gas station, a woman in what looked like a superhero cosplay ran up to his car. He had to slam on the brakes to avoid running her over. He rolled down the window. Hey, watch where you're going. I almost hit you. The woman ignored him. She looked his cab up and down and brightened. You're a taxi driver, right? Please, I'm in a hurry. I need a ride to follow that man. Who? Someone whipped past so fast, George's hair ruffled in the breeze. It was a tall man wearing a trench coat and fedora, gliding on roller skates, of all things. He skated right onto the road, dodging the passing cars that beeped at him. A voice cried out right next to him, Follow him! He jumped. The woman had climbed into the car without him noticing. Seriously? He grumbled. The woman tapped a gloved hand against her cheek. Oh, right! You require payment! 
she reached into a pouch tied on her waist and pulled out a handful of, were those gold coins? George shook his head. Why not? Maybe the bank could do a transfer. He made a mental note to get gas later and sped after the roller skating man. It went similarly to the first time. He chased the guy around the city before the roller skater moved off the highway to smaller roads. The woman had thanked him as well, and she left a decent pile of gold coins on the seat. He wasn't sure if they were real, but the woman sure seemed genuine about it. Minutes after the woman had departed, George heard a sound that was becoming way too familiar. There was a knocking on the window. And a weird clanking noise, like someone was walking with metal shoes. However, what was unusual about this was that he was driving on the road. He looked out and almost had a heart attack. A man was running alongside his car, huffing and red-faced with exertion. Hey, let me in, will ya? The man shouted. I don't have all day. George threw himself across the car and unlatched the door. What in the world? Get in quickly. The man threw himself in. He had bright red hair and was wearing a full suit of armor with the visor flipped up. George felt like he should be more alarmed at the sight, but he had seen a lot that day. Right now, he just wanted to go home, job or not. Please don't let the next words out of your mouth be... Follow that car, the man cried, leaning onto the dashboard to point at a red car speeding away. George reached over to nudge him down. No, he said. No, I'm done. The man turned to look at him like he had eaten his own shoe. Excuse me? I have payment. Go follow them, now. He began patting himself down, but George interrupted him. No, I'm serious. I've had a rough day, and it's past my working hours. Who do you people think you are to barge in and demand a ride? And why were you running in the street? Do you have any regard for your safety? Mr. Knight had a baffled expression. Pardon? I thought this was a taxi. George gritted his teeth. Yes, and I am a person. A person who has had enough of this nonsense. You, young man, are going to sit down and stop ordering me around. And don't even think about paying me in bars of silver or anything like that. I wasn't, he muttered, but he shrank when George glared at him and discreetly put the string of pearls back into his satchel. Mr. Knight held up his hands in surrender. Listen, pal, I'm sorry for getting all pushy. I guess we weren't really thinking about your feelings. All we were told was that the carriage with the word taxi on it would take us wherever we needed to go, as long as we paid the driver. 
We're in a rush to bring those villains back to our dimension. George blinked. Okay. Mr. Knight did a double take. Okay. Yeah, nothing surprises me anymore. George sighed. Then he sighed again because one was not enough to convey the amount of exasperation he felt. Okay, tell me where to go. After the last villain was captured and taken back to who knows where, George came home. He flopped down on his bed and debated getting up to make dinner, but he decided against it. He didn't think he had the energy to even change into pajamas. A soft paw batted at his face. George blinked his eyes open to find a pair of glowing yellow eyes begging for food. Oh, wait, that was just his cat. He jumped out of bed. Sorry, Cloud. The cat followed him to the kitchen, where he opened a can of cat food. It emptied into her bowl with a wet slap. His stomach grumbled. He stared down at the slimy lump. Was cat food really so bad? Maybe if it was safe for them, it wasn't so bad for humans either. George exhaled and counted to ten. No. Even if I'm really hungry right now, I am not eating cat food. Pull yourself together. Cloud meowed sternly at his feet, as if urging him to hurry up. He quickly spot squatted down to pet her. Might as well make a cup of ramen. Sure, he had more money now, but shopping could wait until tomorrow. While he waited for the water to boil, George sorted through his mail. All bills or advertisements or junk surveys disguised as important. Wait. The last item in the stack was a comic book? He flipped it over in his hands. Did it deliver to the wrong address? Three superhero characters were pictured on the cover. It looked like a standard action comic, except the three faces staring back at him were familiar. Green hair guy was pinning a hapless villain to the ground, with Mr. Knight and the lady who gave him gold coins in ridiculous poses behind him. A sticky note fell out from the first page of the book. All that was on it was a smiley face, in the words, Mission complete. Thanks for your help. And that's the end of the story. Thanks for listening.